Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, where Kim and Amy give you a spoiler-free recaps, reviews, maybe recommendations for what we read this week. So, Amy, without further ado, what did we read this week? We read The Castlemaine Murders by Kerry Greenwood, mm-hmm. which is part of the Phryne Fisher murder mysteries series. Do you want to do the spoiler-free recap? I don't know that you are capable of it in this case, but would you like to try? I'll try. I just have such little confidence that I know that you'll just chip in and take it out from under my feet. But I'm not going to say a word, go. How about I just build the world and then you- No, that's no. what oh. I don't want you to do. That's exactly oh. what I was worried you were going to oh. do. Then you'll have to do it. I'm going to do it. Are Go. You okay, fine. It's 1925. That was about to be like, you're going to have to help me with dates. It's the late 20s and we're in Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. And so we are in the household of the Honourable, the Honourable Miss Franny Fisher, who is daughter of a... Baron, an English... Baron or something. A member of the English aristocracy. Yeah. But she has said... Fooey to you and moved to Melbourne because basically she wants to live her own life and be independent. She has zero intention of marrying and she drove like an ambulance in the Great War. She's a very independent young lady. We are in her household and in this particular book, her sister is visiting, has just arrived for a visit and her sister is the prim and proper version of the perfect nobility daughter. Though they had a great relationship before Franny said stuff you all and left England. So it was kind of her sister has arrived and their relationship is a little bit fractured and it's all a little bit weird and she's keeping secrets. But she's like, what's up, up with Eliza? Exactly. They go to Luna Park, which is a theme park in Melbourne, and they're on like the ghost train ride yeah. or whatever. And Phryne sees a ridiculous mannequin that looks like a dead cowboy thing. And she's like, oh, do you know what I love about this? I I know that this is just could never be a real dead body. And she grabs its foot and its boot comes off and it reveals that it is, in fact, a real human corpse. Which she has seen. Yeah, which she has seen many of because everywhere she goes and everything she does, there ends up being a mystery. She is a amateur lady. No, it's her profession. She gets paid for it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. But it's not her. She doesn't rely on it as a source of income. No, because she chose not. She is a lady of leisure. Who also solves crime. Yes. She then is like, well, we have to find out where this mummy came from. The kind of parallel story at this time is she is the concubine of a very powerful Chinese head of a family called Lin. And he is looking for some gold in that went missing in the gold fields of Castle Mine. In the 1850s, in the 1850s during 1850s. the gold rush. Yeah. And so that's kind of what he's looking for and she's looking for who this mummy is and why he died, and it all kind of conflagrates? No, that's right. That means, like, fire. Combust. Combust. No, it Crosses all kind over. of, yeah, conflate. Conflate, I think, is the word I was thinking of. Comes together at the end, and obviously in the nature of Carrie Greenwood books, everything is kind of linked together. Um, and that's my spoiler-free recap. Bam. So much of me is upset at the lack of world in that spoiler-free recap. I think that belongs in your recommendation. Okay, so I'm going to do that now. Yes. Amy, do you recommend that people read – and I look, I'm going to have to be hardcore with you. Do you recommend that people read The Castlemaine Murders, but – Castlemaine. 
Castlemaine? Castledine. Castlemaine. Castledine is a suburb in North Brisbane. Sorry, I'm really sick. Amy, do you (laughs) recommend that people read this particular Franny Fisher? As opposed to me talking about every book in the entire series. I get your point. Yes, absolutely. Why? This is is actually one of my favourite books in the series. Why? I really, really enjoy the moments where the other characters in Phryne's life get to be involved in the story. So she's got this fabulous household that includes- See, I feel like her household isn't in this book very much. No, but part of her household is Lynn. Yes, this is a Lynn book. Yes, for sure. Lynn doesn't- up he normally doesn't get to be a part of it. This is his helpful. first big book, yeah. He's helpful, he's kind, he is a total sweetheart in most of the books. But in this one, he's solving actively solving his own mystery. So what I really enjoy about it is that Lin goes off and he goes into the Chinese community in Castle I loved Maine. that. So fascinating. Yeah. And, he- and also seeing, like, that's it's really well researched in mm. terms of culturally how that works well, she and how those kind of families work. That when that she writes a book, the way that she writes Franny Fishers is she goes, I'd like to learn a lot about this part of Melbourne, Australian history. Yeah. Australian history. And this was she wanted to know about the sort of anti-Chinese tension on the goldfields in yeah. Castlemaine. So what's so fascinating is, you know, he's taken the mantle of leading this this big family yeah. and all these positions that he has to fill. He has and all the hierarchy, like he has to go and talk to this auntie and great 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 yes. uncle and the yes. venerable yes. great aunt and this because he's trying to resolve a feud between two sort of warring ancient families. families. Yeah. And that's just so engrossing. The tradition around it is really cool. It's and nice. Lynn like his mystery, and then you get to go from his mystery to Phryne's mystery and what the heck is up with Eliza and tr- her trying to resolve this, you know, who is this dead body with her companion Dot and Ruth and Jane, her adopted daughters, mm. they're in that. Yeah, it's but again, she goes fun. to Carl- Castlemaine pretty quickly and then she does. they don't come. Though they do have their own little kind of it's sub a- thing happening at home. Yeah. So yeah, they- I, think, I think what I'm saying is in previous Phryne Fishes, there is – there are ones where, like, Dot and the and her adoptive daughters spend the whole book helping her solve mystery. Yeah. Whereas this one is actually from the ones I've read, because I haven't read all of them, but from the ones I've read, this one is much more... Phryne. Phryne operating it on is. her own. But once they once Phryne goes to Castlemaine and Lynn goes to Castlemaine, she leaves her household. Yeah. And they then are with Eliza. So there's, yeah. like, this, this really... Kind of these three prongs that so, are happening. Because of that, it's I find it really like almost unputdownable. It's quite action packed, and I just really, really, really also enjoy the writing style. And I like the voice of Franny. I can hear her talking in my head, and I've always been able to in any of the books. Yeah, massively helped by the excellent audiobooks. Who's the lady who narrates them? Stephanie Daniels. Yes, Is that name? yes, she, I think that she is does her. such yeah. a perfect. I listen to the voice. audiobook for this one. And she does a great Lynn voice. She does. Great voices mm. of all of them. Mm. But it's really... Her dot has an excellent Australian accent. <laughs> like, just the right amount of Australian, extra Australian drawl. I really like it. I find it really easy to almost, like, go through the pages and picture myself then and there. Yeah. And also, you know, I'm a sucker for, like, description. I love the fashion description. Fabulous. But, no, I absolutely thoroughly recommend it. The mystery is engrossing. The characters are fantastic. And you walk away from this book having learned, like, so much. Yeah, if you just 
accept what is in Kerry Greenwood's book as historically accurate. I cross-referenced. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying as in you are off Amy's recommendation, you can accept what Kerry right. Greenwood has written as fact. I'm just saying you shouldn't take every book set in the past. As no, like, no. This is a historic. I'm just like, sorry, I just like Kathleen Woodwist in my brain and I was like, people should fact check. Fact yeah, check. Fact this. check cross-reference before you accept it as fact. Kimberly, would yes. you recommend? So, yes, I would. I kind of have, I've actually not read a lot of Franny Fisher. So this one I enjoyed, and I enjoyed, there's another one, Murder and Mendelssohn. That's after this. That's about six books later. Yeah, that was really good. You're only allowed to talk about the castle. No, 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 I know that. But, and so I did enjoy this one. I guess here's my point. The style of the, the way in which the narrative is structured And I think it is because it's such a big ensemble cast and there's so many things going on. And I actually found this one where she was off on her own, Lynn was off on his own, and it was all kind of very separate but obviously linked in the end because otherwise just write three different books, Carrie Greenwood. I found that was much – it felt like it had a better flow, this book, than other books. Mm. Sometimes I find with hers that she really does jump all over the place that – there's I'm, like 12 different there's little There's like mysteries. 12 little things going on and everybody's off doing something different and I'm and I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of like okay, like yeah, I just I kind of how how I need to describe this is I absolutely read it for the world. So I think and it's such a weird thing for me to say because quite like almost a hundred percent of the other times we ever talk about books, I am the person who's like, if the narrative isn't gripping and doesn't like have this driving point, too of much world, Amy. I don't care. Like mm. I've stopped caring. If I wanted to know about the world, I would watch National Geographic. Thanks very much. But I love Franny's character. She is one of the ultimate literary characters. That if someone's like, who would you be if you could be a literary character? I would be Franny Fisher. I'm nothing like Franny Fisher I think I'd in probably real be life. Thought. <laughs> no, that's like who you would be. Not, I'm not saying who I'm most like. Who I'm saying who would I want to be, right? Yeah. So Franny Fisher is 100% like my aspirational life goal. But and so, and so that's why I read the books, I guess is my point. Mm. I love her world. I love her clothes. I love her voice. I love her attitude. I love her little family, her weird little family unit. I love their little yeah. attitudes and things. Absolutely. So I always find with Franny Fishes across the board that I read probably the first two thirds and there are a lot of them that I've never read the conclusion <laughs> of the mystery. <laughs> Because it's for you, it's not about the mystery. Because I don't really care. Mm. And so when I get to this point where I'm like, I've had my fit fix, I've I've had my feel of, you know, ni- late 1920s Melbourne and Australianisms and Phryne and her fashion and her flair and all her of it. I've kind of ferocity and confidence, the whole thing, and her wit and cleverness and and how, how wonderfully she brings out the best in everyone around her and all that kind of jazz. That I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm done. I've had it. I've got my feel. I I've got what I needed. Thank you very much. It's like, but wait, who's killing the nuns? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a you. <laughs> I know it's so weird, and I didn't realize until I sort of got two thirds of the way through this one, and I was like, this is where I normally put down Franny Fishers, and I actually had to have the moment where I was like. Amy's going, going to have expected me to read this, so I have to read it to yes. the end. Yes. So I will say that the impetus for me to read to the end was knowing you were going to require me to read to the end. Yeah. 
but I thoroughly, like, I'm very glad that I read to the end. So I don't know if that's now an indicator that I should read All Friday Fishes to no, the end. No, I'm going to make you a recommendation of which ones, given that you read it for the world but not the mystery, yeah. that you would like. One I of really them- enjoyed the relationship. I loved seeing Lynn's world. That was fascinating. That was so- and the relationship between Lynn and Phryne is really cool. Yeah, so I think, yes, that's that's my point. So, yes, read it, and it's really good. And if you've never read Franny Fisher before... Castle My Murders. It's a great one to start with. Any of them are great. Like, dive into any of them. Uh, but Cocaine that- Blues, starting off with. Yeah, Burton you can start Sess. with that one. So good. Yeah, you can totally start with that. That's um, great. Dead but, yeah. Man's Chest, because that's about world. Actually, yes, yeah. there's not a murder or anything in it. It's world and weird family. Um, so yes, that's anyway. So my that is my recommendation is certainly read the book. It's great. It was one of my favorites, not just because it's one of probably only five that I've read to the all the way to the conclusion. It's like twenty of them. There are a lot of them, and I've read a lot of them two thirds of the way through. She's been writing since nineteen eighty nine. Yes. Anyway, so read read it. It's great. If you have never engaged with Franny Fisher, by goodness, engage with her. She's mm. terrific. Hey, Amy. Do you think it's trash or treasure? I treasure it. I've read it a bunch of times. I really enjoy it. And I also like that it's it's not massively fat. It's a quick read. Oh, my goodness. That was the other thing that got me when I – because I listened to the audiobook, right, because I did this one while I was doing sewing or something. And also because I, I've listened to audiobooks – I've listened to the audiobooks of these before. And they're, and really they're good. exceptionally good. So I was like, I would love to just listen to the audiobook. And I was like, ugh. I've still got it. I don't know. I think I'm reaching my Friday Fisher end point. And I looked at my thing and I was like, oh, it's only got an hour to go. <laughs> Click. <laughs> that was the other thing too. So I feel like that statement kind of justifies the way I approach the books because all these other things had happened and then it was like, you've only got an hour to go. And it was like, oh, tied up with a bow. Everything links together. Done. Mystery solved. Over. And I was like, yeah, see, Carrie Greenwood knows that the mystery is not the central heart of this book. It's about character. It is and world. Hmm. So do you then trash or treasure it? I would say treasure in that oh. I think it is one of the ones I will actually go back and read. I've never read this mm. one before, so this was the first time I'd read this particular one. But I think it will get added to my little list of Fryanies that I go back over and read again and again. And not that we're allowed to, but I'm going to because it will annoy you. I treasure the series. Oh, you're so unfair. Okay, <laughs> the ones in the series I treasure up. No, you're not allowed to do this. This is why you're not allowed to do it. Death by water. Shut up. Murder and Mendelssohn. <laughs> I agree. Dead with that Man's one. Chest. I like that one. Cocaine Blues. And so, Leah, thank you so much for listening again. Oh, no, see, that one I didn't read all the way to the end. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Oh, that was the nuns. If you come back again, that was the nuns. I didn't care who was killing the nuns. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back again next week where we will give you more spoiler free and hopefully more succinct and cohesive reviews and possible recommendations for whatever we read that week and until then happy reading and just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you we want your recommendations the good the bad the interesting doesn't matter please reach out send us an email at trash or treasure podcast at outlook.com or we are also available at the world's most awkward twitter handle which amy has to tell you about listen to our twitter handle it's the greatest it's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? <laughs> and with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.